God is doing so many amazing things in our midst and in our lives. I'm so thankful, so thankful for each one of you and the family he's creating and building and growing and establishing here. In just the next few minutes, uh, before we sing one more worship song and close, I want to share a couple things with you. One is you've watched several people this morning take steps of faith and go public with their faith in baptism. If you've not yet done that, if you're a new believer or if you've been a follower of Jesus for a long time but haven't yet gone public with your faith, then I want to encourage you to do that. We have another baptism scheduled next month. Uh, we always do videos so that the, the, the so that exactly what God says in his word, so that the blood of the Lamb of God and the word of our testimony becomes a powerful force in reality. And so it's important for us to speak our testimony and, and share what God has done because the Spirit of God empowers that and causes that to take residence and plant seeds of faith and truth in our lives that bear fruit later. And that's why we do it the way we do. So I want to encourage you, if you haven't been baptized, to do that and to sign up. Grab those connection cards and sign up for baptism. Turn those in at the offering boxes at the end of the service today or any time and let us help you prepare for that so that we can celebrate with all of you uh, what God's doing in your lives. Um, this morning, I want to take, again, just a few minutes. If you have your Bibles, and I hope you do, turn to Ephesians chapter 3. We're going to go pretty quickly through this because I don't want to go too long. Uh, you're getting hungry, I know, just at 12 o'clock. I shouldn't have reminded you of that time. Uh, but let me, let me share with you uh, Ephesians 3. Uh, say this with me. Um, all of life is stewardship. Would you say that with me? All of life is stewardship. Every moment of every life Every, every moment of your life that God has given you, we are called, we are given that moment to steward, to steward for his glory and to steward for his purposes. And Paul talks about that in Ephesians chapter 3, starting out in the beginning of the chapter. He says, for this reason, I, Paul, the prisoner of Christ Jesus, for the sake of, of you Gentiles, that's all of us, if indeed you heard of the stewardship of God's grace, which was given to me for you that by the revelation there was made known to me the mystery that I wrote before. He's, he's talking about the grace of God. When God gave him grace and ability and passion and a calling and, a, and gifts, he knew intuitively he was to steward the grace of God for the sake of others. We're here today in part because Paul stewarded the grace God was given to him. And God has given grace to each one of us. You agree with that, right? God has given each one of us a measure of grace and gifts and abilities, and our responsibility is to steward that. Now today, I want to talk specifically about the family of God, about the church, because we need to steward the grace in this body of Christ so that we'll continue to be built up here in this family and, and all across this city and all across the globe. Churches will be built up so that the body, when Jesus said in his word, when the body of Christ is built up and when he is lifted up by the body of Christ, he will draw all men to himself. We want a healthy body of Christ that is growing and being built up here in this place and all across the city so that those who are around, and you've heard from some of them this morning, who don't yet know him will be able to be a part of a healthy, growing family of God where they'll hear his truth, be equipped, be baptized, be led into full devotion in Jesus Christ. Do you agree with that? So we need to be built up. We need to steward the grace that God has given us in this family, in this church, in this body of Christ. 
Going on in verse 6, he says, to be specific that the Gentiles, that's us, most of us, are fellow heirs and fellow members of the body. He's talking about his family. He's talking about the family of God. We are members of the body, members of the family. God sees us that way. It's important for us to see ourselves that way. Fellow partakers of the promise of Christ Jesus through the gospel of which I, he's talking about himself, Paul was made a minister according to the gift of God's grace, which was given to me to the working of his power. He's not talking about his own power, his own ability. And when he gives you and I a measure of his grace and abilities and capacity and gifts and so to be used in the body of Christ, it has nothing to do with you except for the fulfillment of you. It isn't about your ability, it's about your availability, right? That's what God wants. God only wants us to say, yes, use me, Lord. That's what Isaiah said in Isaiah chapter 6 when he stood before the Lord and saw how sinful he was. He just, when God cleansed him, as we've seen in baptism, he just said, Lord, here am I, use me. I know I'm not capable, I'm not able in my own ability, but God says I have a whole people who need to be reached and I'm going to use you to do it. And he was obedient for that. We each have God's gift of grace, and the Holy Spirit empowers it for God's people. That's why we say here at Eastside, we're all about Jesus and we're all about people. We're going to keep Jesus the central focus of who we are and what we focus on and what we're all about. Amen? Jesus is going to be the only one who gets glory here. But, but he also wants people to be ministered to. So we say all the time, we're all about Jesus and we're all about people. That's why we do what we do, and that's why it's important for the church to be built up, to be built up in the strength and the power of God so that we understand and use the gifts he's given us for his glory and for his purposes. He goes on, Paul, in, in uh, Ephesians chapter 3, verse 11. He says, this was in accordance with the eternal purpose. He has one of those for all of us, which he carried out in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have boldness and confident access through faith in him. We have boldness and confidence to go before God, and we can have boldness and confidence to be used by God. Again, it isn't about your ability. It isn't about us. It isn't about what you can or cannot do. It's what God has called you to do. It's the measure of grace he's given to you to be built up yourself and to help build up the body of Christ. Now, the reason I'm talking about this this morning is because I want every single one of you to grab a commitment card, or a, a connection card, com- communication card in front of you, and I want to, I'm going to give you a list in a little bit of ways you can get involved, because I want everybody to get involved in some way in the life of the church here at Eastside. We're all a member of the family. We've just read it right out of God's Word. These aren't my words. These are God's words, and God wants us to be connected and committed and involved in the family life so that the family of God is built up. Paul goes on, verse 14, for this reason I bow my knees before the Father from whom every family, here he's talking about his family, in family in heaven and on earth derives its name. We get our identity from him, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with power through his spirit in the inner man, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, we've heard that testimony this morning, And that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints. Did you know you're a saint? Did you know that? Turn to your neighbor and say, I'm a saint. Say, no, really, I'm a saint. No matter what you may think. 
What is the breadth and length and height and depth and to know the love of Christ which surpasses knowledge that you may be filled up to all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly beyond all that we ask or think according to the power that works within us to him be glory in the church and Jesus Christ to all generations forever and ever. Amen. When, he, when we get this we get to impart it to our children and to our grandchildren and they to their grandchildren and they to their grandchildren to all generations. It will spread like wildfire when God ignites the truth and reality of who, he's, who he is and what he's doing in us. Now, that's why this is so important. Friends, I've never seen God do what he's doing in these days. But God's doing amazing things. And he's doing it not just here. He is doing it here in our midst. He's leading people to come to know him. You've just seen it yourself. We had 20 people signed up for baptism today. There will be eight more people baptized soon. From last week, we had several more people take steps of faith right into the kingdom and in relationship with God. And we had, we had over 200 people say, I want to be, I'm all in last week. Over 200 people last week here at Eastside and all across the globe. I'm going to bring some people here in a few weeks to share with you from firsthand knowledge, eyewitness knowledge, what God is doing all around the planet. Some people are calling this the third wave of the Holy Spirit, like we saw in the first century and again in about the 15th century. It's amazing. I'm telling you, it's not, you're not going to read this on the news, by the way. You won't see this on CBN or CBS or any other network. But God knows what's happening because it's all from Him. And I want us to be a part of it. I don't want you to miss out on any of it. That's why the church needs to be built up and prepared and ready to receive and grow and equip those he's sending to us. And so in Ephesians 4, chapter 4, verse 11, Paul writes, he said, He gave some to be as apostles and some as prophets and some as evangelists and some as pastors and teachers. Why? For the equipping, we have equipping classes here. I want you to be a part of those if you haven't been yet. Of the saints. Remember who you are? Thank you. For the work of service to the building up of the body of Christ, until we all attain to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God, to a mature man. None of us are yet fully mature, but we can help one another, and God wants to work in us and through us to accomplish that goal. This is His word. This is His plan to the measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of Christ. And he goes on to say, as a result of this, you will no longer be tossed around by every wind of wave and doctrine or, or, or thrown here and there by the schemes of the crafty schemes of the enemy. We have an enemy that wants to destroy us. Jesus himself said that. Somebody quoted that on their testimony earlier. Friends, this is, this is the real deal. I've said so many times, too many churches, probably churches all around the country, or maybe around the world. Too many churches are a lot like Sunday afternoon football games where there's 22 guys on the field in desperate need of rest and there's 80,000 people in the stands in desperate need of exercise. And church shouldn't look like that. Everybody needs to get out of the stands and onto the playing field. I tell you what, God wants this for our good and for our fulfillment, but I'm telling you, the enemy of our souls is not messing around. He wants to kill you. He wants to stop what God is doing. He always has. So here's what I want you to do. There are several places in the life of the church where I want you to serve. And I, and I want to do this real quickly. If you're serving, this, not this morning, but if you serve here 
in the, the life of this church in children's ministry. Would you stand up right now where you, where, right where you are? If you serve in children's ministry. Thank you. Now, just, just remain standing. I know many are serving in children's ministry right now. They would, they would be here standing also. Uh, some of you are in rotation and on your schedule. You're not, this, you're not scheduled to serve today. I'm glad you're here. Because I want to say to you, on behalf of every one of the church, on behalf of every parent and every child in this church, and on behalf of the leadership here, I want to just thank you with all my heart. Thank you for what you do. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You can be seated. Now, you can be seated. The reality is we, we need to help them. If you have a child in our children's ministry, I want you to help in children's ministry in some way. You may not be called to, to, to teach. You may not be called to lead a, a, a ministry or a, a lesson, but I want you to help. Who knows what God is going to call you to do or equip you to do? Again, it's not about your ability. It's about your availability. If you have children in our ministry, in children's ministry, I want you to go tell Pastor Doug, I'm here to help. Put me to work. And here's the, here's the thing. In all these areas of ministry, I want you to serve every other week. We don't, I don't want anybody to serve every single week. No more than every other week. Take a break. And I, I want you to do this too. I want you to worship one service and serve one. So that you come, if you serve it, many of these folks are probably served at 9 o'clock and now they're here at 11 Serve one, worship one, and serve no more than every other week. Now, some people serve every week. That's their choice. We need, you to, we need you to serve. We need you to step up and roll up your sleeves and say, put me to work. Pastor, I'm ready to serve. And it is, it's, it's for our, the children we currently have, but it's also for children who are, are coming. We have children who are coming on a regular basis every single week. We have several families visit Eastside, and they have children, most of them. And they live in homes, in many cases, where they don't hear about Jesus on a regular basis. So you will be the one they look to. I have my own story of that. Do you have your own story of a Sunday school teacher who had an impact on your life? I do. For me, it was Maxine Reese. She passed away not too long ago. She had a huge impact on me. And I could name several more. Did she think she was doing something significant? Probably not. But she was. She was. She loved us. We have students in middle school and high school who need your help. They need you to love them. They need you to lead them. We have, we have freedom ministry. We have altar team. We have life groups. We need more life group leaders. If you're in a life group, tell the leader that's leading your life group, let me help. Teach me how. I'll help you lead so we can start more. Guest services, hospitality, ushers. You know, the, you, you hear Amber's story? Hospitality, guest services, ushers. Did you hear Amber's story this morning? When she just said very transparently, I was scared to death to walk up to the door at Eastside Community. But when I did, 
you loved me. Now, I, you know, I don't know if you know this, Amber wants to take over the guest services ministry. <laughs> and some of these days, maybe you will. Thank you for serving and for wanting to extend the experience to somebody else that you received when you came. We need dozens more people who will serve in that capacity. Care, care team, benevolence, hospital visits. Uh, those are hugely important. We have people who take care of our property. Guys who come, some of you here, who come and mow the grass. We, the church bought our own equipment. Some of you guys come every week, starting about this time of year. You come every week and you mow the grass. And you don't want any attention, but I'm just telling you, I am so thankful for you. Every day I pull in here and I see our lawn looking beautiful. I am thankful for you guys. Thank you for the way you serve. Thank you for what you do to give glory to God and reveal his excellence and his beauty. For women's ministry... More of you need to get involved in women's ministry. Equipping classes. Our office and administrative needs around here are growing all the time. Amy, Amy Palmer serves almost every week in our office. Love her. Just such a blessing. We need your help. Worship ministry. Don't you love our worship team? Isn't that awesome? Worship, worship team, would you come on up, make your way up on, on the platform. Our tech team, I, don't, I know I don't need to, I, I need not forget our tech team. I love our tech team too, but if I forget them, they will, you know, they will shut off my microphone or you know, make sure I, I give them some props. I never know. I'm so thankful for you guys. I'm so thankful for you, the way you serve selflessly. You, some of you have no idea how many hours our tech team serves every week and then come in here every Sunday morning at 6.30 to get ready and, and they, they don't want any attention but you know what happens when something goes wrong, that's when they get attention but they need your help. They need more tech team people to run a computer. It's very, you know, some of that's pretty easy to just be trained and just it goes pretty simply after you know how to, how to do it. It's pretty simple. They need your help. Uh, I might also mention we're hiring a couple of uh, admin positions right now. Uh, Tiffany's moving to San Antonio. Uh, Lisa's getting ready to join their family business. And we're going to need a couple of, you know, I, I said it at the 9 o'clock. I want the two best administrative support people in the city. Or if that's not you, then the second best. Okay. I want, I want to have an awesome team. And we have an awesome team here. We have so much fun. Friends, God is building something beautiful. And he wants you to be a part of it. And you are. But it's time to get out of the stands and onto the playing field if you haven't yet. So grab the connection card that you have in the seat back in front of you if you haven't already pulled that out. And just write on there, I'm interested in this area of ministry that we've just listed on the screens. 
doesn't mean you're signing up to serve there. It means you're signing up to find more information and see how it fits for you. We want to help you get the right fit, the right place, where God's gifted you and called you and equipped and enabled you to serve. Would you stand with me? As we've been here this morning, God's done a lot of things in our midst. He's, he's shown us who He is through the testimonies. He's revealed Himself to us personally. And so the question I always ask every week is, what's the Holy Spirit been saying to you this morning? Is it time for you to be baptized? Is it time for you to step out and serve? Do you need to just come and pray and step into the kingdom yourself? Maybe you're not yet a follower of Jesus and it's time for you to do that. Don't be ashamed or, or, or embarrassed by that. God made you for that reason. So let's pray. And as the worship team leads us in one more song, it'll be an opportunity for you to come and pray or come and respond in whatever way God's leading you to do that. Father, thank you. Thank you for this beautiful time of celebration, for your truth and your amazing grace. Lead us now, Lord. Speak to each one of us and help us to respond to you in the ways you're leading us to respond. It's in Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said, amen.